0: Therefore, with all faith and devotion, let us commemorate the Lord's entry into the city for our salvation, so that, being made by his grace partakers of the cross, we may have a share in his resurrection. Please hold up your palm. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, sanctify these branches with your blessings that we who follow Christ the King in exaltation may reach the eternal kingdom through his grace and mercy. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Let us process to the sanctuary. I thank you for our narrators and all who participated. Truly, this is the Son of God, and that's why we're here. And it was a centurion who said that. Truly, this is the Son of God, an outsider, an enemy, someone who was following orders. I don't think he had any personal issue with Jesus, but he was a centurion of Rome, and he did what he was supposed to do. Each year, we hear the passion. Each year, we reflect on what Jesus went through. We didn't hear it all today, but the the spitting, the lying, the betrayal, the, the anger, crowning with thorns, the whipping, pain that was inflicted on him. And all the while, this is God's Son, his gift to us, what is the reward? You'll know that in two days, of course. But to ourselves, we ask, why did he have to go through this? And that's not an uncommon question. Any of us who suffer anything or watch children suffer or the elderly suffer, we say, why are they going through this? Jesus went through that to give us a role model to follow. Jesus went through his passion so that we understand fidelity. God the Father didn't stop loving Jesus and allowed him to die on the cross. No, God the Father happily received Jesus. That was his will. Jesus is following the Father's will, and yet the Father's will is painful. Jesus becomes our role model today. We're called to imitate him and understand the world doesn't agree with us. The world doesn't agree with Jesus. The world did not agree at that time with God the Father. But yet God the Father decided to send his Son as a sign for us, a continuity for us, a relationship to us. And as he sends his Son, he recalls in the Scriptures by Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, their version of what God sent us. He sent us the Lamb. He sent us the sacrificial Lamb who would die on the cross. He sent us the continuation of the great covenant that Jesus, in his life, in his own soul, sealed. The night before we hear, at the Last Supper, when he gave us his body and blood in the Eucharist, that that was the new covenant. And we've been participating in the new covenant since that first Last Supper. We've been participating in Jesus' passion since then. Life is not easy. Life is definitely not easy for the Christian. Because we're asked a little more than the average person who doesn't have faith in the Christ. For more patience, more understanding, more flexibility, more more giving, more donations, more charity, and more love. The Father loved the Son. And let the Son go to all of us that we might have a role model, that we in our prayer, in our confusion, in our anger, in our sickness, have a role model in Jesus. He didn't complain. As a matter of fact, before Pilate, he was pretty quiet. A few words here and there. Because his work was on the brink of being accomplished. And it was accomplished on the cross. As we begin this holiest of weeks, we can walk with Jesus and learn more about his personality as we, each one of us hears the scripture and digests it in our own way. How does this relate to me? The gift of God is Jesus. Jesus is here today for me and for the community. How, have I, how will I observe that continuity? How will I hold on to Jesus during this week of passion and pain? That's the mystery. And that's the message that we have today. Jesus is our role model. And the more we remember the passion, and the more we remember and recall the Last Supper on Holy Thursday, and Good Friday services, and the Easter vigil, the closer we can be to Jesus. But we have to choose that. It just doesn't happen by being in the neighborhood. We have to choose to be involved in, as you are today, here. To hear the words of the Passion on Good Friday, to hear and see the feet of some of the disciples being washed on Holy Thursday. Then it could build up into the momentum of the Easter Vigil. And then next Sunday, if we're all still here, celebrate the Father's return of, of Jesus' Son. He received him on the cross and returns him to us so that whenever you want to speak to Jesus, you can, in the Eucharist or in your private prayer. We gather at the table that commemorates the Last Supper. The Last Supper was the life-giving supper that stays with us in the Eucharist. The body and blood of Christ become ours. We're here to remember, recall, imitate, and follow Jesus in the 21st century. We're not doing it as the Jews and the Romans did in the first century. We're doing it uniquely according to what we're used to, according to who we serve, according to who we love, and according to who we forgive. Jesus' words, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Was a quote from one of the Psalms. And in that Psalm, The author is talking about the experience of feeling abandoned by God. Unemployment, housing, food shortage, conflict in the family, conflict in the world, and the list goes on and on. We should have that initial abandonment feeling that Jesus had because nothing in the world is is positive. But our attitude toward all of it is different. How do I relate to that person who insulted me? How do I relate to the person who's a different color or a different language? How do I relate to the war and peace? How do I relate to people who try to help us live a decent life each day? Relate to those people as Jesus did. Forgiveness, love, and he held on to his own. And at the end of the psalm, I know my Lord is with me, and he will raise me up. We're here for Palm Sunday to begin the holiest of weeks and walk with Jesus.